0: and welcome to the Cutaways podcast. I'm Justine, and I'm Ashley. What was I lost that? Her voice? Who's there? What? <laughs> so mean. Ashley's here. Uh, Ashley has lost her voice. Yes, <laughs> but fortunately, we are also joined by a special guest. We have Erin here. Hi. How you doing? I'm awesome. I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Excited to be here.
1: Yay! Yay.
0: (laughs) I feel like I'm a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) We're really going to get those ASMR hits now. (laughs) So Erin wanted to join us today. But first, uh, Erin, why don't you tell everybody what you do?
1: I work in production sound Mm -hmm. um, and work mainly as a boom operator. Mm -hmm. But um, I started mixing uh lately, which is really exciting. Yeah. And otherwise, hiking, biking, and getting angry about uh, things in the world I can't change. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ashley agrees with you. <laughs> Do you like romantic comedies?
1: No. No. No, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, oh, was there one out there that is... Good, that I'll stand by and be like, okay, that's a good example of a romantic comedy. There probably are, but I'm drawing a blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like things from like the 40s and 50s. I like Preston Sturgis. I like those kinds of cutesy, old Palm Beach story mm-hmm. type things. But um, nowadays, no, not really. I can't really <laughs> get behind them. But I've always wanted to see, what is it? Sliding Doors, right? Sliding Doors,
0: I'm, we're watching today.
1: Because it came out in the 90s, and for some reason, and I was of the right age to want to see it then, and I just never
0: got to. Oh, awesome. So glad that we could have you here. Yes, our podcast, we do watch romantic comedies every week, and we're so glad to have you here. Yes. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Welcome. I'm very, very excited to be here.
0: Normally, this is where Ashley would uh, describe what the, the Netflix description of the movie is and all the details, but... Gotta make sure that... I've read some pretty
1: insane Netflix descriptions of movies sometimes, and I'm like, that is not at all what that movie is about, right? Is that... Do they generally get it wrong? Now I don't even read them.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's this one? They're terrible. Okay, here is the description for 1998's Sliding Doors. Two different universes unfold in this fantasy about alternate realities, the reliability of subway schedules, and fate's role in shaping lives. Are they two parallel universes? I wonder. I can't it's wait. Something. It's I, this is also a movie I've I've also wanted to see because my sister liked it in the '90s, and I remember the DVD cover had two Gwyneth Paltrow's, and one Gwyneth Paltrow had long hair, and one Gwyneth Paltrow had short hair, and that's all I know about. Didn't one have like
1: she it was like shit brown? Like I one know. of them, she was like it was yeah. like really bad brunette dye job,
0: brunette. Gwyneth and blonde Gwyneth, alternate realities. It's it's the movie you've always wanted to see, right, Ashley? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And she's got a British accent. (laughs) Oh no, really?
1: (laughs) I don't know. It was the late nineties. Everybody was doing it. Every movie we've
2: seen her in, she's had a terrible British accent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this movie stars Gwyneth Paltrow, who we've watched just recently in Shakespeare and Love and in Emma. It also stars John Lynch and John Hanna, who we saw in Four Weddings and a Funeral. This movie is directed by Peter Howitt. And since Ashley and I are editors, we like to talk about the editors and give them their mad props. Cool. This film was edited by a fellow named John Smith.
1: Is that his real name?
0: (laughs) Uh, Apparently, yes. Whether he's a doctor, it's doctor who trying to make doctor who jokes with ashley and all she's just giving me is the eyes uh the first assistant editors were paul knight and joanna nodwell and the second assistant editor was adam barton this movie is rated pg-13 for language and some sexuality it's an hour and 38 minutes thank god they're getting shorter again And it's rated three stars on Netflix. And also, at the 1999 BAFTAs, this was nominated for Best British Film.
1: I'm sorry, what?
0: At the BAFTAs. Sliding Doors
1: was nominated for Best Film at the BAFTAs? Yeah.
0: Well, Best (laughs) British Film. Maybe it's not the best, best. They're like,
1: hey, Oh, Best British Film. You're right. Okay.
0: This is the best we could do. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) that makes a little bit more sense they're like look still. what we made this year did mike lee not work that year <laughs> Jeez louise this is the best thing
0: ha- okay all right this is a nominee just be like hey we did this hey guys there's a thing i'm excited to watch the movie and perhaps ashley will get her voice back during <laughs> nope <laughs> sips her tea all right so let's go watch it the- Okay, we're back. We just watched whatever that was. Sliding doors. <laughs> All of the sliding doors. All of the sliding doors.
1: Oh, I feel like they they, substitu- they started substituting the magic chimes. Mm-hmm. Every time magic was going to happen, there was the chimes mm-hmm. for sliding doors. Because then this door started sliding like in the very end of the movie, and there were I didn't notice any chimes. Oh,
0: you're right about that.
1: So either they forgot that...
0: Um... <laughs> Most of the way through, because brains was were numb. Done. He's just <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> it was a career ender. Ouch. So, Erin, um, yes, you were very uh, emotionally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I was emotionally triggered <laughs> because um, men are horrible. <laughs> They're the worst. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent of them, and this really compounded a lot of you know recent experiences
0: oh i'm sorry (laughs) you requested the movie
1: (laughs) i didn't know it was gonna i didn't know what it was about i thought it was gonna be about multiverses it was it is a little bit it had every
2: stereotype
1: (laughs) every gendered stereotype Mm -hmm. yeah because there was not one non-white person in that movie (laughs) and that's not the england that's not the the london i know Mm mm-hmm Yeah, Jean Triplehorn dropped some pretty choice lines. I think she insulted uh, women and cripples. Yep, (laughs) (laughs) pretty, pretty amazing, and possibly the mentally ill. Why? Because of the cripple? Just because she
0: was just nuts. She was
1: nuts. Yeah, she was um,
0: not a not a not a sister. She was something. But I mean, like, and that's why I was like, who is the most despicable character in this movie?
1: (laughs) Not well okay
0: the scottish guy's name was james right
1: yes he was a golden child
0: he was, he was precious. amazing he was
1: awesome <laughs> he was like a perfect man so
0: mm-hmm. why are you single well, How is this possible
1: <laughs> but that's not reality
0: no nobody's like that but then jerry jerry couldn't be like the most despicable person the 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 cheating boyfriend the the multiple affair. No, because they were trying to make it so you had Felix
2: for him at the end. That's impossible. He's terrible.
0: Yeah, it's but never when, gonna
2: work.
1: But when you have no women
2: working on putting this ca- this movie together at the end, no one knows that.
1: Right, right. The people in the people making this movie probably do like feel for I, him, I, relate to him. Yeah,
2: yeah. They're like,
0: oh, he's in such a tough spot. Of course
1: they do because. That's how men's brains work. (laughs) Like, this poor guy. I mean, he's just, you know, two time in these these women. I don't understand, though, Jean Triplehorn, because she seems like kind of savvy and modern and cutthroat. Mm -hmm. Why is she slumming around with this little snake, slimy, like, pathetic... (laughs) loser who can't even write his goddamn book
0: the magic bean <laughs> he did have a magic peen oh i think maybe she was also into dominating mm, yeah,
1: definitely <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and he let her yeah because i don't know why
1: well she kept choking him with the brandy oh, God. oh yeah
0: <laughs> she did do a lot of torture sex
1: <laughs> yeah i guess that's what their whole relationship was probably based just on sex <laughs> yeah Torture sex, (laughs) just pouring alcohol down his throat, (laughs) so he'd be drunk enough to let her have his her way with him. Yeah, yeah, that was gross. That's terrible. I've, I feel like ninety nine point nine percent of sex scenes in every movie are entirely unnecessary. I don't know why they're there Mm -hmm. because they don't progress the story in any way except lust caution the Angley movie. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's amazing. And it was when it came out it was rated X because of all the sex. And it's absolutely necessary mm. for the like for the story line to like be as powerful as it is, you have to like know what happened in the bedroom. Um in order to like have the emotional connection uh, that you have with it at the end. But other than that, every other movie should delete every sex scene ever. Oh, <laughs>
0: Because we always want more.
1: <laughs> really? I just feel like they're so cheesy.
0: Well, yeah. Is are. that why you like them? I mean, that's like our our problem with them, is that like it's just like the starting of something. You'll see like smooching, smooching, and then it's like hard cut next morning. They make it. What was... I mean, where, where's the magic, you know? Where was the, the... How do you feel? Yeah, I have no problem with that. But I guess if they did a better job of, like,
1: foreplay or it just she not being so... Yeah, you were talking about that earlier. I don't remember that, but I'm sure it was amazing. <laughs>
2: you, like, you're like you're forehand, backhand her, like, entire body. I was like...
1: like uh make a note of that one (laughs) so i get it i know what happened i know you guys had sex like i don't need to see how passionate or terrible it was yeah i'll figure it out
0: but movie sex scenes need more foreplay
1: yeah if there was just more foreplay and less like you know rolling around in the bed sheets and stuff and like uh i I think i would be happier with that (laughs) i'm down with that Mm -hmm. right because all that like Eros lives in the mind anyway, so it's like what you can imagine is better, way better than what they can ever show you, Mm so I prefer, I prefer that.
0: Wow, we're really jumping right on our our topics we like to talk about. (laughs) Is that one of them? (laughs) The sex? And man
1: butt. Man butt. There is no man butt, but I'm pretty sure James would have had a great one.
0: (laughs) I mean, he was perfect.
1: He reminded me of Aiden Quinn in Practical Magic, just like, ugh. Somebody my mom would have, like, talked about nonstop <laughs> in the 90s. And, like, that that's a man. That's a perfect man. Yeah. He's so cute. So dreamy. So perfect. So kind. Mm-hmm. Doesn't lie. Doesn't cheat. Oh, Doesn't funny. gaslight.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: There's a bit of that in this. Mm-hmm. When they brought up the brandy glasses.
0: Yeah, the whole you didn't think you saw what you think you saw. <gasps> Oof. I got... I got really heated over that
1: shit. Because it's so... Scary how much people do that to one another, Mm -hmm. especially men to women. And it will literally like make you, I've gone insane from it. And then, and then she does the whole thing like, oh, be cool. Like, I wasn't doing anything. Like, she starts to draw back on like her true emotions to kind of like quell the situation. And it's, it's bullshit.
2: Just say what you feel.
1: Yeah. And he's getting all worked up and it's not fair. Mm -hmm. It's just not fair. People should really stop doing that and be more honest. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just like hijack any anything to be like, well, about my my relationship
0: experiences. (laughs) Well, getting a little away from the the story elements. What about the the technical elements of the film? It is ambitious. It's a pretty ambitious piece. It is like two movies in one. How do you think they did with that? I really liked the concept at the beginning, but then it
2: became overused or it was used as like a tool to, I guess, infer certain things. But it, I don't know, it didn't have this impactual thing. Like I stopped caring about one storyline. I just wanted it to be over.
0: Was it the brunette storyline? Yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Until they both turned up pregnant, then it was like... I mean it's it was very um soap opera-y, I mm-hmm. guess like mm-hmm. oh no find out tomorrow yeah the the brunette storyline did did kind of lose steam because she wasn't with the scottish guy because the mm-hmm. scottish guy wasn't in it and that's really who he think, really we all cared about <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's charming he had the the best jokes even though all the jokes were pretty lame
2: <laughs> he just had a physical presence mhm ne sais quoi yeah
0: Whereas nobody, everybody else was very flat.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Dude, like half the time I can't even like understand Gwyneth Paltrow what she's saying in that horrible Her accent. It changed like five times. I'm like, who are you? I <laughs> Can't get over it. I'm trying to think about when
1: they when they would use, you know, the the parallel lives. Yeah, it was kind of a boring concept because they didn't like they didn't parallel
2: enough. Yeah, maybe. It's almost like maybe they over-paralleled it. Maybe like having... Mm, yeah. Because they both ended up pregnant. Yeah. Lydia ended up pregnant as well in both storylines.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Both guys were inferred to be cheaters mm-hmm. at one point.
0: Yeah. So like how different were these stories? Yeah.
2: So it really wasn't... It came down to a hair color. <laughs> it came down to her presence, I think, too. Like the net storyline she's very very mousy mm-hmm. and she doesn't take any personal accountability for anything that's happening or maybe she just doesn't want to or she doesn't want to face she's a victim life. everything's just yeah. like
1: happening to her yes mm-hmm.
2: whereas blonde storyline she ends up taking initiative it takes forever for her to do that but she does
1: oh it all starts with that haircut
2: yeah <laughs> The empowered
0: pixie cut of the 90s.
1: <laughs> oh, yo, when she was standing in that kitchen and she was like her super skinny, like long, no hips, having. We mm-hmm. uh, brought back everything I wanted to be in like 1998. <laughs> like, it was like, remember when Drew Barrymore kind of had that same thing going on? She had the blonde, short hair and like the big daisy, like clip in her hair mm-hmm. in all those magazines. It was. It's like, I still, like, part of me, even though I'm like, that's so hideous, it's so horrendous, like, thank God it's over, there's still a part of me that was like, I want to be her. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be super skinny and blonde and have, like, cute bobby pins in my hair.
2: If she wouldn't have teased up the back. Yeah, it looked weird. So she didn't look like she had, like, this weird helmet on the back Mm -hmm. of her head. It would have looked great, but that.
1: Killed Whenever it. she was walking away, it looked like her, the back of her like an alien because her head mm-hmm. was like extended yes. out like um she had a deficiency or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it looked really cute at the dinner party, the, oh, the so restaurant cute. opening when she pulled it back. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and had like the little twists. Yeah. I was like, was oh really that's cute. what
0: this haircut's for. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fake flowers
1: and twists. Yep. Her whole look, how she became empowered.
0: Yeah, instead of like
1: just Going, She was a PR lady, right? And Mm -hmm. she's circling like, oh, there are no PR jobs. I was like, there are. You just cross them out. Like, why do you keep crossing them out?
2: Go after them. Be tenacious. She probably thought she didn't have the right experience or or she didn't meet all the requirements. She
1: was so sassy, though, in that boardroom. Mm -hmm. And then she
0: walked out and, like,
1: you talk about being deflated. It, like, took all the wind out of her sails and she she couldn't get it back. Just because
0: she missed that train. Because she missed that train
1: (laughs) that bump on the head man really
2: that was a
0: terrifying scene her getting mugged yeah
2: they focused way too much on that was a long time that he was like trying to get the purse yeah Yeah.
0: and the way she fell and like the shot that she fell into made it kind of look like she's falling in front of the cab Cab? yeah
1: (laughs) which they actually should have done and that would have more would have been like a nice parallel for the end where she actually gets hit by a car yeah. Or the other lady gets hit by the car and actually dies, and this one just gets thrown by the, down the <laughs> stairs by her cheating boyfriend, which ends in her, uh, you know, miscarrying the baby and uh, finally, you know, getting empowered. That's all it took. <laughs>
0: it's a horrible way to, like, find empowerment, though.
2: Yeah.
1: Be it through abuse? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's kind of weird. that She loses her baby in both storylines, but has, like, no reaction. Or, like, nobody... You she don't see even, anybody tell her. Because it's a
2: blessing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But she doesn't She doesn't even react to being pregnant. Yeah. Like, she just is so uncaring about it and everything. It's like, it's again, she's not reacting to the things that are happening in her life. She's just uncaring or I don't she's know passive. what word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just, she's like, okay, this has happened to me, so I'm just going to deal with it. It's like, why would you... You now are responsible for another person, essentially. Mm -hmm. You have to take some personal accountability so that you can then teach that person how to be a person. How to avoid having your life and making your mistakes.
1: exactly. Or maybe she's going to be one of those moms who's like, you know, holds you back and like you have to be like a mini-me and you have to, you know, suffer the way that I suffered.
2: It just was so weird. Like, I don't know any woman who isn't reactive to pregnancy like i know people who don't want kids but they still are not uncaring to the reality of what pregnancy is yeah as as a concept i guess
1: i i wrote in my notes she had a really good like um well this may as well happen face yeah like it was just she was so she was very stoic I guess, and I don't know if it's stoicism or pass uh, passiveness, passivity, Passivity. but at times, like when she walks in on you know the the cheating happening, she's just like, it's like, well, okay, like of course, of course, this is happening, like,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. like it worked there, it didn't mm -hmm. work with the pregnancy for me, like it was just, are you a robot? Like, are you just, yeah, do you have no emotion whatsoever? To me, that was like a ding, ding, ding moment of this is a big life event that you have to accept or not accept or come up with a plan.
0: It's like she gets all the self-esteem from the men in her life. Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
2: weird.
1: <laughs> I've never seen a movie or read a book or met a person like that. <laughs> yeah, it's. I've now I'm thinking about it more, how she kind of like, she's very... At the very top of the movie, like she's very sassy and like, yeah, I took that vodka. Like, what do you want? And then just like, meow, like plummets. Yeah. And it's a room. It's a boardroom full of men, and they like fire her, and she's she has nothing after that except yeah. for a haircut. <laughs> I mean, a haircut can be pretty empowering when you feel good about like yourself. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you know, you feel good. You can take action, but.
0: But also the the blonde, she she had the positive influential best friend in her life. Yeah too. The female influence.
2: <gasps> the brunette didn't have the bestie.
0: Not Did I miss that? She, she was had of the, the same bestie. kind of presence. Right, because she was still with the uh, Jerry.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, the best friend was like, No, get your haircut. Chop it off. That's the haircut's the hair is Jerry. <laughs> Get it that out. shit brown is Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Wash that man right out of your hair. Girlfriend.
0: Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Any other first impressions? I liked that it made me angry. <laughs> <laughs> I like anything that kind of gives me an emotional
1: reaction. Mm-hmm. If I was totally bored by it, I'd be, I wouldn't.
2: I didn't react to it emotionally until the end. Like the beginning, I was like, okay, this could be a cool concept a cool ride and then i got totally bored probably 45 minutes in and
0: her life yeah her life was pretty boring i got um bored somewhat in the middle when it was like kind of really redundant but i don't know to me a lot of things were so bad it was good kind of like i'm just amused by the ridiculousness of it so that kept me going on
1: i think if i wasn't so wrapped up in like my own like relationship problems, too. I wouldn't have been as, as into it. been like, this is bullshit. This is dumb. But instead, I'm like, what's she going to do? What's she going to say about that? I can't believe he did that. I know a guy like that. Oh, my
0: God. That's what rom-coms are for, right? <laughs> I don't know because I don't
1: watch them. I watch <laughs> horror. Like, I just want to see people die.
0: <laughs> well, you got your wish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Let's go through the plot. We have... Gwyneth Paltrow. First I called her Brunette Gwyneth Paltrow because she starts out as the brunette. Is a it brunette? It's such...
1: Oh, God. It's so bad. <laughs> like, why wouldn't they go for a deeper brown or something? It's like dirty blonde. Like, dark dirty blonde. Oh, it's dirty. It's yeah. very dirty.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called brassy. Brassy. Ugh. <laughs> we see that as she leaves for work her boyfriend at home is starting to get a little shady business on he takes the phone off of the hook mm-hmm. that's that's cue for shady business she goes to work it's all dudes and immediately they're like hey we're out of vodka you're fired yeah, what is this madman <laughs> yeah why did they have a box of it they're like look at this empty box <laughs> it had to show something You can't be like, where's my vodka? And like point to the table. You could point to a drink cart. Oh, yeah. That would be
2: more like boardroom-y. I mean, if she was
1: that high up, would they really fire? First of all, why
2: would they fire? All they had were four
1: Smirnoff. bottles of vodka. Yeah, they had four bottles of vodka, and that A was supposed Smirnoff. to impress the, the people that the, the clients that came to visit.
2: Mm-hmm. Why didn't you have your assistant run out to like Sansbury yeah. and just Who grab another she?
1: bottle? Sansbury, right? Nice.
2: <laughs> the Mox
1: and Spencer. <laughs> our, liquor, our liquor supply consists of four bottles of Spirnoff. You took
0: them. Well, they called it theft. They said you're stealing company property for her birthday. So she goes to take the tube, the the train, home. And it's because it's a stupid little kid and their parent is this magic moment, which relates to nothing? Nothing. Nothing. It's just she's running down the stairs to catch the train. And in one, there's a kid in her way. And in the other, the parent moves the kid out of her way. You know what this was? What? This was a character study.
2: This started all out as a character study of like, okay, if this one thing happens to mm-hmm. this one character, what if she has two different directions that she goes? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's all it was. It's That's like, what
0: the director, his idea was when he almost got hit by the car.
1: It was like, oh, if I have, you know, there, but for the grace of God, a kind of a thing like, you know, one step to the left and you're dead. Mm-hmm. Who knows?
0: I was just what? like, push that kid out of the way. Push the kid down the, push the kid stairs. Down the stairs. <laughs>
1: exactly um it's a wonderful life yeah yeah it's a a little bit of a george well not really like the george bailey thing like it doesn't it's not like she gets to view how her life would would be had she not you know had that kid not been in her way
0: yeah but she does get those memories kind of something so weird weird. some sort of doctor who bullshit paradox
1: yeah (laughs) Stephen moffat bullshit
0: you don't don't put doctor into this. Because
1: yeah. nothing else in the whole rest of the movie like crosses over.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's not
1: like, oh, did I leave that there?
2: When well, it's not like magic. Mm. It's not even like it's two separate timelines interacting with one another. It's mm-hmm. we are viewing each timeline separately.
1: Yeah, it's not like sci-fi. Yeah, it's not yeah. like Okay, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's not like wormholes happening and then she's interacting with her dual person or dual person in the other reality. And I guess throwing in those memories at the end kind of speaks
1: to the unevenness in tone of of it. Mm-hmm. Then is it, was it sci-fi? Did it all really happen? Which one happened?
0: Brunette. The sad one. Um. The sad one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sad one. The other
2: was just a dream that a she had fantasy.
0: while she was
1: in a coma. Yeah. <gasps> I dreamed I was a beautiful woman <laughs> with a career and a not shitty boyfriend.
0: Oh. Oh, it's what we're all Oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so wait, the the plot though. So she misses she misses the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of her misses the train. One of
0: her misses the train. One of her gets to sit next to John Hanna on the train. Hello. <laughs> Yes. He looks nice on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
2: <laughs> he
1: looks nice. <laughs> I think it just shows that I'm single and getting older because I went and saw Rogue One twice because of Diego Luna. She's
0: <laughs> like, yes, yes, girl. Amazing
1: in it. Um, that movie was phenomenal. <laughs> um, anyway. So she gets to sit next to a guy, a sexy guy with a Scottish accent. Also yes. Glasses. I knew he wasn't British from the moment she sat next to him. I was like he's way too cute.
0: He's Scottish. He's either
1: Irish or Scottish, yeah.
0: But um we didn't talk about it. He did he does work or at the building that she just got fired from. So it's like they met in that elevator before and she dropped the earring and so he picked it up and gave it to her but she was too zonked out from being fired to like acknowledge even, him. Yeah. Do we know
1: what he does for a living?
0: I don't know. Okay. He works in a very big building. He works in a building. Yeah. London meetings. they
1: I feel like they made London into New York in this movie they didn't show it like at all Mm -mm, they showed london bridge and uh, that was pretty much it
0: yeah okay well delayed gwyneth is delayed Delayed even more that's what they're before they're blonde and brunette there's like on time gwyneth and delayed gwyneth
2: (laughs) train gwyneth and
0: yeah taxi yeah she the the trains are malfunctioning so she's got to go up top and grab a cab but she gets attacked and mugged. But and then it has ketchup on her face. Yeah. Train Gwyneth is in this conversation with John while she's trying to ignore him reading a book. And he just wants to talk about the Beatles. <laughs> or the Fetals. Or the Fetals.
1: Yeah, oh, probably the best line in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so weird because I had that identical conversation in the car yesterday. Really? Yeah, I was like, man, I haven't listened to the Beatles in so long but on my drive over to my friend's house there was like breakfast with the Beatles and I was feeling good and I was like I'll leave it on and they were playing all like the weirdest Beatles songs and it's like god it's been so long and I still know every single word why don't they put any useful information into these songs (laughs) I would know everything right now if if only they had sang the periodic table
0: (laughs) truth. Delayed Gwyneth has to go to the hospital train Gwyneth is talking to John, is starting to get a little he's he's a nice guy. So she gets off the train. He's a talker. To talk to him amusing. some more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then she goes home, finds the the cheating boyfriend in cheatingness. He was like dying
2: or something.
0: <gasps> he was dying? His orgasm sounded terrible. Oh,
1: I just blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, is she stabbing him or choking him? What is happening? Ugh. He's with Lydia doing the do.
1: Yeah, I didn't appreciate it. The only thing I liked about that scene was one of the pouchers, like, no bullshit face. Mm-hmm. It's just like, Ugh, I'm so bored by your cheating.
0: <laughs> really? This yeah. Is, this, is how, this is how it's going to be? Okay. Well, first she, like, wants to know details, but then she's just like, no, I'm out. Bye. Which I respect. Mm-hmm.
1: You want to talk about it, you want to fight, you want to like drag it out, but instead just go to your girl's house and take the phone off the hook.
0: Yeah, have some ice cream.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and get your hair cut. Watch
0: Frozen. <laughs> watch Frozen.
2: <laughs> That's what me and Justine would do.
1: Yep. <laughs> we would totally watch Frozen. <laughs> I watched Fargo. I was like, put him in the fucking wood chipper.
0: <laughs> yes. The Helen with the the bandage on her head comes home, and she has just missed Lydia leaving. Jerry's in the shower, and then he's got to dispose of evidence while he's... He was, like, aggressively
2: scrubbing. Yeah. His crotch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when he heard
0: her come in, that
2: was so he's gross. Like, he's <laughs>
0: like, what is happening? Did he, she, like, pee on you or something? Oh, I was like, this reminds
1: me of some Bukowski poetry or something. <laughs> like,
2: so gross.
0: He is also terrible at removing evidence
2: doing anything.
0: He's really? terrible at anything. Yeah, he
1: can't even write his goddamn book.
2: <laughs> can't even take a shower correctly.
0: <laughs> what a terrible guy. <laughs> on time, Helen is having some thoughtful moments on the bridge, getting rid of the ring that he probably gave her. Was anybody else feeling like she was going to jump?
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: I was. All I was
1: thinking in the bridge scene was um, that she should pawn the ring. Because Well, it was probably.
2: It's probably cheap. It was probably nothing. Right. <laughs> it was probably that that metal that turns your ring. I was like, fingers. I wish yeah, oh. if she'd taken it off and there was like green, green underneath, yeah. she have been like, oh, well,
1: of course, that's a metaphor for this entire relationship.
2: Did she have it in the other timeline? Ooh, probably not. Because I don't think she did. Ooh. Did props not make another ring?
1: Well, according to IMDb, props <laughs> props had some issues. Oh.
2: <laughs> Tell in me. this In
1: this movie. Or maybe it was hair and makeup.
2: You had
0: problems with hair and makeup.
1: I had major problems with hair and makeup. As in, where the hell were they? <laughs> I mean, it was 1998. So uh, that's why people's hair... I mean, Jean Triplehorn is beautiful. <laughs> but even her hair was like really bad. She had
2: like 80s Melanie Griffith hair.
1: Definitely. They needed some leave-in conditioner. They needed uh, some pomade. They had mm-hmm. pomade in the night. It was all about pomade. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how do you think Gwyneth got those twists later? Mm-hmm. So just something. But yeah, they had major distracting flyaways. And um, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I like that they looked real. You know, they looked like real people. Yeah. But um, they didn't pop. Mm-hmm. You know, there was nothing mm-hmm. well, nothing but... sexy about about the brunette's hair.
0: The Netflix... Compression oh, right. was terrible. There was so much like noise. There was so much noise yeah. on this version. Do not watch this film on Netflix streaming. Oh, and the sound, the audio was off. Yeah, yeah. that was very weird. It's a really terrible like rip of a, a couple DVD. Of times, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so on time, Helen, Helen, who has been cheated on, is drinking, pounding those drinks. Grosh. <laughs> they were on, and then they, when they came back, the other
1: when late. Helen came in too. There are like two groshs and two whiskeys. I was like, it's so hard to even find grosh nowadays. I used to like them because they have the saver cap mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you can you can pop them up and go on. but nobody drinks grosh anymore. Where do you even find, <laughs> I find that? I feel one like of those I've
2: bottles, been bottles though. What's that? I just want one to have one of the bottles.
1: Yeah, you can use it for water later.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much water inside of it, but yeah, I couldn't believe it. she. I just thought that she'd be there with like uh, a gin and tonic or a Tom Collins, something. And she's pounding Grosch and like chain smoking Marlboros. <laughs> or like,
2: she wasn't even like puffing. She didn't she look just, like she smoked. No, she yeah. just she was like holding it like at the very end, and then just would put it up to her lips like this, and then put it back down. It's yeah, like, and her what are you wrist doing? was like.
1: but it's funny because in we are life gwyneth poucher smoked for a really long time
0: well jerry also has a bff he's got a bro at the bar who we only ever see in the bar yeah
1: i love that guy
0: yeah he's such a bro so this is uh caught jerry that's a caught jerry and didn't (laughs) not caught not caught so caught jerry's at the the bar with the bro and or and he's saying the bro is saying it's fate you were saying how this was all too much for you. You couldn't handle it. Now it's fate. Just go with it. You're fine. And He's like, no, I want her back. I want everything. I'm Jerry.
1: <laughs> Why was <laughs> he struggling so much?
0: He had these two women who like both wanted him. He didn't like know how to say no or choose what was best, or you know,
1: Cause he was afraid of Gene Triplehorn. Mm-hmm. And
0: I feel like he had entitled white man syndrome.
1: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Whenever guys do something stupid, it's usually because of their gigantic egos and low self-esteem.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see Jerry having very low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Guilty Jerry. Jerry, who was not caught. I call him Guilty Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) He's overcompensating. He takes Helen drinking at that same... They're using the same locations. But, like, sad Helen... You know who else is at the bar, James?
1: There but for the grace of God.
0: Yep. He's there. He's like, hey, cheer up. It's not so bad. Oh, no, you saw your boyfriend cheating on you. Oh, that sucks. Have another round. (laughs) Let's have some drinks. Yay. But then her BFF comes and, you know, drags her out of the bar all drunken. James is catching a cab and he's like, hey, you want wanna lift, ladies?
1: Because he's a gentleman.
0: Yep. And he takes them in their cab. Guilty Jerry is taking Helen to a restaurant and then both Helens get put in bed all drunkenly passed out.
1: Next morning, hangover
0: montage. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but while she's passed out, Jerry, I didn't know if he was having a come to Jesus moment, but he's doing the thing where he's talking to himself in the mirror. That's true. Like you almost got caught. Don't be an idiot. Don't get caught. I don't know what i'm doing i'm jerry <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jerry. they always give like the saps jerry that's always <laughs> their name isn't it
2: or joey
0: okay so betrayed helen gets her makeover her empowering makeover and helen with a scar gets a waitress job because she's sad and a sandwich delivery job <laughs> oh yeah because she has to pay all the bills
2: yeah what, For, did, where what her does jerry do she, he's, he's a, a writer, writer. <gasps> It's pathetic. But
0: he doesn't. he doesn't make any money.
1: No. How does he afford that London flat?
0: Yeah. He's not making any money. Okay, so now we've got Blonde Helen and Brunette Helen. Blonde Helen is talking with her BFF, Anna, about how she's not over Jerry. And the doorbell rings. And she's like, shit, 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 shit. And, but it's James. Thank James. God. And he wants to take her out. And they'll go get um, milkshakes. And he says, never joke about a woman's hair, clothes, or menstrual cycles.
1: Amen, brother.
0: (laughs) I like that he doesn't say it,
1: like, too cheekily, either. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, these are things, like, this is serious.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You give chocolate.
1: Yeah, give chocolate. Don't joke about these things.
0: Like This is a again a perfect man perfect Go away slowly (laughs) bring a heating pad don't turn your back yeah he's very very charming he wants to cheer her up so he asked her on a date later and i think it's funny that like he asked her on a date in two weeks which is the rowing thing but then like pretty soon he asked her on another date which is sooner
1: he asked her at milkshakes he asked her to go on a date in two weeks yes
0: that's weird (laughs) okay He and had then a very what was
2: specific the, thing that he wanted to do. He wanted her to, well, he go wanted the to show off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But then he also wanted to see her sooner. But yeah. he didn't set a date then. He said date later.
2: Yeah, it's in a different scene.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. And what was that date? Oh, the thing that, with friends. The dinner yeah. with friends. Oh, God, it's perfect. It's <laughs> paradise.
0: I love him. You love him so much. <laughs>
1: there's nothing there's no end. no end in sight of terrible men
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like oh wait a good one you're you're so shiny like, it's precious brunette Helen is with Jerry and this is where she kind of first starts piecing things together which she does very slowly through the whole movie and so this is the scene where he starts getting very very guilty and then like starts This is after they've had sex for the first time in two months oh right yeah (laughs) oh do they yeah oh they must have said she gets knocked up this is when he starts getting really like passive aggressive being like no you didn't see that and then she says the classic line no need to become woody allen
1: god
0: her her
1: pop culture references throughout the movie are like really jarring She's like, blah, 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 Jeopardy. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Blah, 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 Woody
0: Allen. <laughs> what else do they... Oh, yeah. There were so many other things. I did like the Woody Allen one,
1: though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like... Well, yeah, I had it was like, hold on. I need to deal with that. I need to work, work through. Like, what does she mean? It's just because he's getting really neurotic? Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: And paranoid. Yeah. And defensive. Yep. And a little rapey. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't know if I picked up that he, Jerry, Jerry was getting rapey, but he was definitely getting neurotic and... Um,
2: rapey in the sense that he is using sex to overpower her or be like, you're ruining the moment. Yeah. Like, you're... Ugh,
1: yeah. Why do you have to do <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Helen. <laughs>
2: I mean, if she was doing it a lot, that would be one thing, but... This is the first time she's brought anything up.
1: uh Uh-huh. She's been super chill, Mm
0: -hmm. but she
1: knows, you know? And she just wants to have a rational discussion about it and talk about the way that it makes her feel, and he can't handle it. So he becomes passive-aggressive and starts to deny what her truth and her reality are, and that's called gaslighting. (laughs) And thank God we all know it now, and we all have a term for what... People do to each other and how they hurt one another because they're too afraid to just deal with the reality of what they've done.
0: Preach. So, more time passes. Uh, Jerry is off to the library because it's 1998. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning, um, Lydia's just called him and she's booked a place at a hotel and he's trying to go there. But Helen follows him. He notices that he was being followed, actually goes to the library, calls up Lydia and's like, oh, what do I do? What do I
2: do? I don't know what to do. This went on for way too long.
1: Lydia is pissed. Yeah, and then he turns into this pathetic little worm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Lydia, why do you still want to bang this guy? Like, <laughs> a, You're a powerful woman. Why, why are you just, with this little snake? He's like, mm, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm like, why would you put up with that for two seconds?
2: Because mm-hmm. oh. of the magic pain.
1: Magic penis. Seriously. I know. I get it. Sometimes, you know, it's hard to wean yourself off that D, but, like, it's <laughs> got to be done.
2: <laughs> no, Sometimes I, just... the guys make it really easy, though, when they're, like,
1: pathetic little puddles of, like, whininess and mm-hmm. cheating.
2: Mm-hmm. The thing about watching all of these romantic comedies is you realize, like, there's so many ridiculous ways that they go about making romance kind of happen. And the magic penis is mm-hmm. a trope really yeah oh yeah especially in the 90s it's like we can't we can't break up with him but we don't know why why can't we break up with him it's like is it because the magic penis or something like that it's like as soon as they have sex with him it's like okay or they get pregnant and so then they have to deal with that yeah
0: he's like doubly magic penis because he (laughs) knocks up everybody in every timeline (laughs) (laughs) oh i hate him like we don't worship the magic
2: penis
1: (laughs) no no i mean it's great we we (laughs) appreciate it but what is attached to i don't appreciate (laughs) yeah sometimes you're just like yeah i want to get laid and everything but like i don't want to talk to you afterwards and i don't want to be in a relationship with you afterwards because you suck Mm -hmm. there's one good thing about you and it's right there (laughs) but then other times it's like you know maybe the sex isn't so great but they're still great people yeah yeah but then no it's never gonna work <laughs> no. you can learn you
2: can learn to be better it's sad how
1: guys will- yeah, yeah you can learn how to be better in bed it's sad how i think some people will stay with shitty people because of the sex but then like they won't be with great people because it's too they can't do it mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but you can learn
1: you can learn
0: mm-hmm. and try new things and yeah. different things and
1: but most people aren't worth the time it takes a lot of
0: work yeah Okay, back to the movie. <laughs> okay, this is where Blonde Helen gets a call from James to set a date, and then we also see on the other side we're on we're on his side now with the phone call. We see his elderly mom and first starting to be like, "What's what's what's happening S- with James' sister person? He's got secrets, baggage, something." We yeah, I was know really yet. leaning Secret towards sister. Woman. Yeah. We were all like, sister, sister, sister.
1: But they're friend- They're going to be like friendly divorced. So isn't that kind of like a sister? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
0: Jerry talks to his bro about how much of a piece of shit he is. Okay. There's that group dinner date. And then after that, uh, James and blonde Helen are walking together. James says... You should set up your own PR company, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, do it, girlfriend. I support you. We just met, but I'm here for you, sister. Here for you.
1: And she's like, "Yeah, that's easy." And I'm loaded, so mm-hmm. I'll just uh, rent some office
0: space.
2: And how was she loaded? And the other PR job had to pay pretty well, right?
0: Probably, yeah.
2: But then, why in the other timeline did she have to work so soon and so hard? S-
0: she had to support Jerry.
2: Was he just off spending all this money? <laughs> on Lydia! And if she
1: was making such good money, why was her hair so bad? <laughs> you These live in question. London. These
0: are the real, yeah. real questions. <laughs> have good hair in London. <laughs> so yeah, Blonde Helen starts, she does a small business loan application, and she's so totally into James, even though she denies it. Um, she gets the loan. Brunette Helen, on the other hand, gets a talking down from Lydia. Lydia, evil Lydia, who's conspired to talk to Helen under dubious false claims to just yell at her and see what she's like.
1: Yeah, Lydia's, Lydia is emotionally fucked. Yeah. Right?
0: She needs therapy. Yeah.
1: She's kind of a stalker. Mm-hmm. It's not okay.
0: She's more mentally abusive than Jerry. She is. Really, yeah. What Lydia wants is for Jerry to leave Helen. They used to be together, and then she left... Do you think Lydia also gets her
2: self-worth from Jerry? Because at the end, when they're at that hotel, and she's just like, I'm just trying to win you back. I'm just trying to be good enough to be your girlfriend again. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? She
1: probably is holding on to whatever like she they had years before, mm-hmm. which was probably romantic and awesome, and it maybe would have yeah. worked out great for them. She's still holding on to that Jerry and doesn't realize that like he's aged but is... Just yeah. pathetic.
2: Yeah. And, you know. He never wrote that novel. I don't know. It just, her character is just all over the place. Yeah. With Lydia Lydia's Anything. the worst. She just uses, like, a scapegoat for the story as well as, like, this weird parallel for Helen and then just, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I'm perfectly fine directing all of my hate at Jerry. Like, you yeah. yeah. need to make me hate Lydia. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Lydia's the worst in, in all this. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, because she doesn't need to be there. Like, mm-hmm. She's got her shit together. Like, girl, go get yourself a James. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but not that James. That James Not right that Haines. James.
1: Yeah, don't steal another boyfriend of <laughs> this girl's. Don't be, don't be that girl. Ooh. The serial boyfriend stealer.
0: Girl code. Yeah, so Jerry and Helen together. There's more lies. And he does the, there's something I want to tell you, but she's sleeping. 'Cause she's working so damn hard to she support fell his pathetic fast. Yeah, that was way too fast. She's probably
1: so bored by everything that comes out of his stupid mouth.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just instant
2: sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I kinda needed a Jerry then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your voice sweet. is coming back. It is. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> hey, Ashley's here. <laughs> no more ghost, Ashley. <laughs> then we see James's rowing club. That's the, the, the date. How is that a date? come watch me do come watch an athletic yeah it's thing. like
1: hey uh you're gonna come watch me at football practice <laughs> like,
0: no <laughs> that sounds terrible well this would be like a football game it's like an event it's an event it's a group thing it's a public thing so it's a cash casual thing casual yeah. because they but weren't they not just practicing
1: or were they actually racing
0: they were actually racing
1: oh they're actually racing i thought that they were just practicing because
0: okay. he won his yeah. team won with her help.
1: Yeah. Of cheering.
0: Of cheering. Oh, okay. He was. She was his, his good luck charm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. I didn't notice the other teams. I was like, I don't know what the hell I was focusing on.
2: Like, why are they? The they are
1: arms? Oh, yeah. Which one is he? Where is he? Is he the coach? They all look the same in this shot. Um. I did not. I thought that they were just just out there for rowing practice.
2: I will say Anne Hathaway's accent in
0: one day was way better than Gwyneth Paltrow in this movie. This reminded me of one day. It reminded me of one day meets serendipity. Okay, so at this little rowing club event, remember they were at that pub and they were doing that group cheer. The dance. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then her ex, Mm -hmm. who hasn't seen her in, well, I can assume that at least two weeks, because this is the two week later date, recognizes her from the back. With a haircut. With a haircut and a dye job. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Through a pub window. That pub's easily 250 years old. So Mm -hmm. that's thick glass. Mm -hmm. How? (laughs) That... That he's, put me over the edge on my suspension of disbelief, guys. <laughs> he's
0: got, like, Helen Radar. He's like, bing, bing,
1: oh my god, that's Helen! Yeah, he was, like, across the street. I don't even think he was, like, on the same plane as the window, but he, yeah, he Maybe knew. he's
2: the one who can look into alternate realities.
0: <laughs> right, so, but he's with Lydia, and Lydia just, like, gets so angry at this that he's not over Helen, so she leaves him in this timeline for now.
1: So she realizes that she's prego right
0: yeah i think so
2: i got a little confused no she does because she's pregnant in both of them yeah in both realities
0: they gotta keep it that simple just Uh keep everybody pregnant yeah ladies (laughs) knocked up (sighs) for reasons unknown Mm -hmm.
2: what what what's the line what's
1: her what's her like wit of the staircase she turns around and says oh
0: i've got a ending for your book the the end end. end. oh
1: (laughs) and then she turns around and goes boom still got it (laughs) to what? herself only in my head and then with like a twirl of the trench coach and a poof of smoke she's out
0: <laughs> but she's not gone forever mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> james does blonde hell in a solid hooks her up with a client you like you're a pr person now my friend's got a opening restaurant hey talk do things yeah they all of magic. all of james's
1: friends automatically love her she's mm-hmm. so cool mm-hmm. such a great gal
0: yeah and then uh James and Helen are at this romantic setting. They're in a boat on a dock under a bridge. They're on the Thames underneath of London Bridge. Yeah, it's romantic. It's,
1: yeah, it doesn't get more romantic than that in London. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have a conversation, but I don't know what was said. I don't know, but he goes to kiss her, but like she denies him. She's like, "I'm still on the rebound." I don't know. He's like, "Yeah, me too." I'm this heartbroken eight-year-old, and she's just like, "Oh, <laughs> let me squish my face into yours." <laughs>
1: I, I marked out, I was like, I really appreciate that they're just like building this very sweet, you know, friendship with like unrequited love, of course. I I thought that that was great. I was like, that's a solid foundation for a good relationship that they like don't just hop into bed together. Mm-hmm. It takes a while. It takes a while, yeah, even for them to kiss. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's adult. Mm hmm good adulting. That's very good adulting. And he says That's something very smart.
0: he says, "I don't want to be a confusion in your life." Oh, James, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> Although, don't you think at this point he should have mentioned him being married? Well, cuz they're about to have sex. They're separated and they're they're going to be divorced soon but don't you think now would be the time to be yeah if, i mean if- instead
1: of telling like the charming eight-year-old you know let me get you into bed story mm-hmm. you should have been like well look actually um you know i'm recently divorced
0: what could have my, been as my simple wife as that? is leaving <laughs> me. separated yeah separated yeah, yeah, yeah not
1: the sympathy my wife is leaving me
0: yeah yeah
1: well then but then i would have been like but why because you're a piece of crap <laughs> Row <laughs> bro- me back to shore
2: <laughs> or i caught my wife cheating or no, or friends. we're having
0: an amicable divorce. Yeah, because yeah. Like,
2: like, you know. yeah, she's
0: talking about how she is s- recently separated. He could be like, I am going through the same thing. I feel you, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just fell out of love. Yeah, mm-hmm. it happens. Mm-hmm. They do the sexy times. Oh, yeah with the awesome plaid sheets the plaid sheets i couldn't get over that
1: <laughs> yeah i was like are they in like the are they in the clubhouse for the rowing team mm.
2: <laughs> yeah it would have been cool if it was like on the boat I think
0: it would have been a little difficult on that little boat
2: but i mean like if they were on like a yacht or oh, something. oh yeah like, yeah nice. oh yeah they should have
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> traded in the uh the dinghy for a yacht mm-hmm. yeah. totally yeah i could
2: see
0: that i could see that they were it's not what yachts are made for nautical colors <laughs> for sexual relations yeah Yes. Yeah. That's why they invented yachts. Yes.
1: Yeah, He's like, that room that they were in, though, had, was very, like, nautical. Yeah. Which I thought it was, was...
0: Small. Cute. I thought it was very, kind of masculine. like,
1: kid room. Yeah, it
0: was kind of dorm roomy. Yeah.
1: Heavy wooden frame. Yeah. Small. Blue plaid. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was boy. Pottery barn boy. Not man.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, the next morning, she wakes up. He's not there, but he's left a nice note. I hope this isn't in- a confusion by oh, James kisses <laughs> Lydia and Jerry from the other timeline have a little getaway and in the blonde timeline there's the restaurant opening and Jerry shows up to that why is it, like okay he's just a stalker at this point
2: all
1: right I will tell you what about that <laughs> scene they always know when you've moved on, and she moved on, and they have a sixth fucking sense for it. And every time you're gonna get a text out of nowhere, you're gonna get uh, an email. They're they're gonna like some some photo of yours on some god awful social media page because they they sense it, and they always come creeping out of the woodwork every time you've met somebody new and better. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it, but that's what that's and Jerry that, that proved my true. point. Hey, how are you? Get the hell out of here. How am I? Great.
0: (laughs) What did you? No, no. no.
1: Tangent. Bad tangent. (laughs) Okay, I'll find where we are in the
0: story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So So Jerry comes crawling out of whatever nowhere. Yeah. Begging her for forgiveness, apologizing. Please come see me. We we need to talk. Meanwhile, James can see this whole conversation happening clearly. Mm -hmm. How? And even when Jerry kisses Helen, the sad, pathetic kiss. So then James ghosts out of there. Are there only two women in London? Yes.
1: No, well, there's only one, Gwyneth.
0: No, we got the best. Yeah, no, there's friend. actually two. But I'm
2: saying, like, for Jerry. For Jerry, yeah. Yeah, there are only two women in London. All of London.
0: Well, I mean, the one came back from America. And the, But the why, I didn't like that James just,
1: like, you know, peaced out without saying anything. That was pretty childish. Like, yeah.
0: I
2: like that they showed that he had the flaws, though.
1: Yeah, that he also wasn't, like...
0: Perfect.
2: Yeah. Like, perfect,
0: emotionally stable man. Yeah, and it was kind of... As he explained it, you know, they were so new in their whatever relationship that they were having. He's just like, well, I guess you had a thing, and then...
1: In a way, I guess he is trying, like, he said he doesn't want to be a confusion. He's not trying to put any pressure on her whatsoever. So he was like, oh, I guess I'll just let you deal with, like, your baggage and, uh, you know, not Contribute. not be hanging around. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He
2: still went about going about that in a very childish way.
0: Yeah. He could yeah. have said something like, hey, I know shit is up. So if you need me, I'll be here whenever. That would have been too perfect man, though. Yeah. Is that
2: kind of okay? I mean, if you... <sighs>
1: feel like sometimes you know you you make mistakes just because you're trying to not out of selfishness or callousness protect yourself sometimes people do things that are selfish and callous because they're trying to protect their emotions or their ego i don't feel like he was trying to do it because he was protecting his ego like he wasn't doing it didn't It wasn't necessary for him mm-hmm. to do it because he, he wasn't going to be hurt, but he was maybe afraid of getting hurt.
2: Well, that's why I think if they added in a little bit more of the fact that he's getting divorced, instead of saving that oh, yeah. for the the end, if they would have had the divorce thing, then it would have been like, oh, he's scared of being hurt again. That mm. makes perfect sense.
1: They could have made him as sympathetic as they made Gene Triplehorn Horrible.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they could have.
1: They could have milked us in that
0: direction yeah. too, even further than they already did. Mm-hmm. The only thing that the audience didn't know was that, that she was his wife. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing the audience knew so much. Yeah, and then you have the whole like what like,
1: that that moment you're like oh hell no like yeah. how how is this oh I had a I've had I had a year like that and it's just like really after this year you're gonna play me like this like you know. So why would you be evil to me? Like, mm-hmm. I can relate.
0: So now both Helens get all fainty, get all dizzy, fainty. And we know what that means. Baby.
2: Babies.
1: <laughs> Big time babies.
2: <laughs> I didn't know you fainted when you f- when like, the, the baby just magically appears.
0: It just, like, boop, and you're like, oh. <laughs> My uterus. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. It has awoken. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not usually the first sign, right?
1: Isn't it more like it's morning sickness? Yeah, you missed period. It's morning sickness. It's like superpower smell, boob hurt, boob yep. pain. <laughs> like shit. They've never been this big or painful shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, yep. Hold
1: on a minute.
2: <laughs> or you have a glow. That's the other movie oh, trope. Oh. Is the glow?
1: It's just such a easy thing to say it's a it's cliche it's Mm -hmm. really cliche and it doesn't really mean anything
0: where were we okay so um helen is having this conversation blonde helen's having a conversation with her bff being like how come i can't have the guy i want when i want him when i want him with the guy i want (laughs) been there (laughs) brunette helen finds out she is pregnant but she doesn't get to tell jerry because what's her face has like broken her
2: toe
1: at the hotel yeah and
0: it's screaming yeah triple
1: horns being a little bit of a drama queen
0: yeah yeah jerry's at the hotel with lydia lydia yells at him after like he's like i am on the phone with helen here could you please just not and she's just like no i will i am trying to break you up trying to be your girlfriend and i know it's never gonna happen she gets super cray cray she's done she's leaving
2: can't put on my shoe because my toe hurts but i'm leaving anyway Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: can
1: only deal with ineffectual men for so long yeah
0: jerry tells his bro that he's so happy he's done with the affair like it was his idea like he did it not lydia left him (laughs) brunette helen is working at her job and she sees this couple this woman has just gotten flowers and she's just like oh no you are cheat and cheat that's why you've given me flowers so she logs this in her brain goes home jerry has given her flowers and she's just like oh i i see what this is i still
2: This is the moment where you, like, these are moments that you can realize that this was written by a man. Yeah. Who thinks that women are just over analytical and crazy. Yeah. If Sam brought me flowers, I'd be like, oh, this is you being sweet for the first time in six months. Where did this come from?
1: <laughs> I'd be like, flowers, I love you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> We'd probably fight about it and then, like, I'd be happy. I'd be happy about it. <laughs> I wouldn't think he's cheating on me, but saying sorry for the last six months of being a jerk. This
0: I feel like the audience knows what he's done. He's a major douche. So why why isn't why is she no closer to ending it with him at this point? Why does she feel trapped because he's not contributing anything to financially or anything so kick him out. And I feel like well now that you even like know that you're pregnant, you suddenly you're like, "Okay, this is my priorities." Get this dirtbag out of my life or but she wasn't like that she wasn't she was just like oh life is just happening to me
2: i'm not gonna do anything to control my feelings i'm just gonna react instead of contribute Mm
0: -hmm. yeah she has no
2: agency yeah Mm
0: -hmm. blonde helen has met up with jerry he's sorry and he's like i'm done with lydia but i can't do anything without you blonde helen Which is
1: way too much pressure to put on her. It's not fair. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I can't work. I can't finish my my stupid-ass novel without you.
2: Mm -hmm. You're my manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, it's
0: not her responsibility to inspire him. Mm -hmm. But then Lydia calls up and says, hey, my period's late. Bye. (laughs) Oh, and then Helen Star 69. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So smart. And she, you know, says, hey, No this is Helen. Everybody fuck off. Everybody fuck off. Oh,
1: fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. No, she didn't say that. To, well, maybe she said that to uh, James.
0: James. <laughs> Blonde Helen is hanging out with her BFF because she's upset that she's blown it with James because James left, and then like there's this whole like not calling thing, and it's like, not calling or what, or no message, or is he out, or where, ah! I messed it up. Jerry tells his bro about the pregnancy, and he laughs and chokes on his beer. Yeah, that guy has the best job in the whole movie. (laughs) He just gets to
1: sit there and laugh at his dumbass friend.
0: Yeah. Uh, Brunette Helen is with Jerry at the apartment, and she's like, I have two things to tell you. The first thing is I'm about to start a new job, and then Lydia, psychopath, is behind the blinds when (laughs) Jerry opens the blinds. Oh, what's that movie uh, where she boils the bunny. Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. It's very like <gasps> Fatal Attraction. Mm-hmm. She's a psychopath. <laughs> Lydia calls the phone, the landline, and she's like, I need to tell you something important. You will meet me. And then Brunette, Helen, doesn't get a chance to, again, tell Jerry that she's pregnant. Because he's like, "And what was the second thing you want to say? And she's like, uh, never mind. Just let that one go. Blonde Helen gets sad milkshakes by herself. <sighs> She's, she's revisiting all the spots spots <laughs> spots that she went with james. i went full golem there for some reason works. <laughs> she's looking for james she misses him or something but she runs into him on the street around the corner from where he works stalker yeah he says he didn't not want to call her he did go out of town that he's been thinking about her it's just wanted her to do her thing settle her things do you do do you do you you do you you do you and then um hospice calls him being he's like oh i gotta run my mother she's got these tests it's a thing helen's like do you want me to go with you and james's like oh that's great but uh no okay bye, bye. <laughs> but let's room. uh let's let's get together let's let's date let's date again yeah so then we follow him, and we see that he kisses someone else. See, they're, they're separated, but they're still kissing. Why did why was that kiss? Was that in front of the mom? Because they were only doing that. Maybe she was watching Maybe. from the hospice window. Yeah, because they only ever kissed around his mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the plan of them holding off the divorce. Yeah. Was for mama. Sick yeah. mama. Sick mama. Then they have a date. There's some intense kissing... And then she finds out she's pregnant. By looking at a calendar. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> and, then and then taking. Blowing all of her disposable income on, what did she do? Nine pregnancy tests? Yeah.
0: Six. So she had three. She bought three. Each one came with two. Yeah. She did six pregnancy tests. Just to be sure. Yeah. Why would you do it all in one sitting? You can't, dude. You just can't. You can't pee that much. Uh-uh. Would You water. just like
2: stick <laughs> yeah. it in
0: yeah, had all the same strength. Yeah, like a carousel pregnancy tests. I thought you were in, like, she, like, peed in a pot, you know, just grabbed them all, like, yeah, sharpies. Yeah, just dunked them all. Oh, God. That seems
2: like an effective way.
0: Let these season a little bit. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. It, yeah, who knows what she did? Who knows? She did it. Blonde Helen has to find James. She goes to his work. She's like, hey, is James here? And the receptionist is like, oh, no, he's gone to the hospital with his wife. And she's just like, whoa. Record skips. (laughs) Whoa.
2: The zoom in that they did on her face was hilarious, though. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Reaction
0: shot. You're the other woman.
1: (laughs) Just a snap zoom. You're the other woman. Yeah.
0: Mind blowing, isn't it? (laughs) Mm. Mm. Brunette Helen asked Jerry, point blank, if he's having an affair. And he denies it. The whole, like, I am not having... Look in my eyes. I'm not having an affair. Look at these honest eyes.
1: (laughs) And inside he's like... Twitching. Anymore, anymore, anymore. (laughs) Anymore, I'm not (laughs) having an affair (laughs) anymore, anymore. Is that the right timeline, though? She says, are you having an affair? And then she goes out for the the, uh, interview that Gene Triplehorn has creepily set up.
0: Yeah, that... Part of that comes in later. Okay. We do a bunch of stuff with blonde Helen. Well, first... She's just more fun. Yeah. She's blonde. Yeah. (laughs) James calls Anna. Anna says, fuck off. She saw you with the wife. You know, James, he's looking for her everywhere at all her favorite places. The milkshake place, you know, the restaurant, the bar. (laughs) But she's at the bridge. She's at the bridge and it's raining and she yells at him. After all I've been through, you not telling me you have a wife. I I
1: feel like I've screamed that at so many at at least one or two people but just substitute the word wife for like any other terrible thing about them. <laughs>
0: on a bridge in the rain on a bridge in the rain
1: no i'm not that dramatic
0: Ooh, damn <laughs> you gotta g- just get to that level yeah <laughs> you need a good you need a good rain with mm-hmm. the bridge mm-hmm. i know i just
1: i last week i had so many opportunities i just had had yeah. nobody to tell off
0: oh damn <laughs> it just doesn't rain that well i just just think need it's raining to pull in, like a stand-in yeah isn't it raining this weekend in i think LA? it's raining
1: on thursday okay. yeah so there you go. okay <laughs> i'll take out my anger on someone there
0: you go okay so he explains He's married, but he's separated. Soon to be divorced, doing it for the mom. But it's over. It's over between him and this other woman. Just not legally. Fair enough. Okay. Jerry has gone to meet Lydia, sees her pregnancy test. And he's just like, oh, crap. I done fucked up. And then then Helen shows up. For a job interview. For a job interview that (laughs) Lydia set up. Then what does she say?
1: Which one, Lydia?
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to figure
1: out whether or not I want to keep your boyfriend's baby. You're
2: not. Yeah. I'm glad you're right on time. She set the whole
0: thing up. Yeah.
1: Because she's a creep. Evil. Jerk. Yeah.
0: Psycho. What a horrible thing to do to somebody. Helen goes to run away, but there's stairs. (laughs) (laughs) There's stairs and Jerry's an idiot. Yeah. So there's some falling, pushing, falling, while simultaneously
2: blonde Helen who's just having a lovely walk with James.
0: Yeah. She stops and turns in the middle of the street so James can say I love you and then gets, gets hit, hit by, by a car. car. <laughs> a la um, An Affair to Remember. That's exactly <laughs> what I was looking at. <laughs> Very good. Oh, that movie. I, was, I saw that car coming,
1: like... Yeah. We saw that car coming for a half James a mile. did James tell her
2: to get out of the fucking way?
1: Yeah. And why was it only raining on one side of the street? <laughs> There's a lot, of, a lot of questions about that scene. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. So both Helens are down for the count. <laughs> they got to go to the hospital. Both Helens have lost their babies. And of course, it's the doctor telling the not even spouse... It's just guys she showed up with. Do they not have HIPAA in London? <laughs> is, that o- is that okay? It, it's not okay. Oh. It's not okay to show to tell the random guy that the woman has shown up with that she has miscarried due to the accident.
1: They're like, oh, are you her husband? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be married soon. It's like,
0: hmm,
1: can I see some identification yeah. before I start revealing, like you know, personal health information to you? That's so creepy.
0: Then we got a little montage of man feels. The the men are by the sides. I hated this montage so much. Tell me about your hate. Well, one, the camera was like all these
2: sweeping, grand, like amazing shots. And I'm like, why? You don't give a shit about Jerry. (laughs) What the fuck? Why? Jerry doesn't deserve this camera work. Yeah, like... (laughs) why are you making him seem like he's some martyr or mm-hmm. some hero that he's like here for her or something it's just like jarring and stupid mm-hmm. james i was just like oh yeah i get you yeah but i also <laughs> was like why would they let you into the operating room yeah
0: the, both helens are unconscious but then um james does a little bedside speech the whole like I will be there for you. I'll make you so happy. I'll make you so happy. And then she died. Die. <laughs> <Flat
1: line.
0: laughs> Ugh. I don't know. So heavy handed.
1: I'm surprised I didn't cry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the good Helen. The good Helen died. Don't understand. Oh, it was the worst. And the brunette. Oh, no, but we figured hmm. out why she died because she was a stronger successful
1: woman. Yeah, successful, powerful, didn't need no man to support her. Like, you know, could deal with her
0: emotions, and uh, they had to kill her. Because that's bad for society. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but uh, Brunette Helen wakes up. James is also in the hospital because of the hospice, because of the mom thing. Uh. Next door, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Sliding
1: doors, baby. Sliding
0: doors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's always been right next door. Oh, Aww.
0: Well, Helen tells Jerry to leave. She's, she's like, why are you here? Get out. Yep. I'm done. You with see you. that door? Walk through it. Yeah. <laughs> see that? Not a sliding door. You have to open it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sliding doors only happen in my life. Yeah. So she's all better now. She is leaving. She gets in the elevator. The door's open. And it's James. The elevator. Sliding
1: doors. James. <laughs> James only happens on the other side of sliding doors.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he has the earring drop again. He picks it up. And we also see kind of like the, the superimposition of like the alternate memories. Flooding back. Yeah. And she says the, the Monty Python line to him. The correct one in, according to him. Yeah. Spanish Inquisition. So I guess what, what what does the future hold for Brunette Helen? I think
1: a haircut, a dye job, and a new husband. <laughs> I mean, we can hope,
0: but that's the thing. It's like it could maybe or not, or it just, she just lost a baby. It's a world of possibilities. Yeah. She's got a
1: lot of, a lot of healing to do. Yeah. She's got a lot of self care. She's probably going to start doing yoga.
2: (laughs) God, I'd hope so. After falling down the stairs.
1: Right i mean thrown she was thrown <laughs> i mean like stairs. how many
0: head wounds can this character get in a movie be yeah because okay. this is the
2: same timeline where she had already sustained another head wound. Oh yeah and
1: she got like a slightly concussed and her mm-hmm. shitty boyfriend takes her out and gets her wasted yeah mm-hmm. it's was like mm. what come on jerry bear <laughs> <laughs> at least take care of her like a friend just a- a little a little bit of an adult here
0: do you have any uh more final trivia anything more to add before we wrap things up with a, a game
1: um, I'm really happy that I discovered that Scottish accent or that Scottish guy slash <laughs> with the Scottish John accent, John Hannah. John Hannah. Yeah, I'll be I'll be looking into his career because he was really he was adorable in this mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm.
0: um, he's adorable in, in everything. Everything. everything.
1: And I'm glad that like my emotional connection to that very specific late '90s style mm-hmm. was reawoken. Yeah. Um, Triggered. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, what happened, Gwyneth? What happened?
0: That's my closing remark. Nice. So we're going to play hashtag accurate. And Erin, would you like to do the honors of thinking of a new description for this movie? Oh, I'm so uncreative when I'm on the spot. What if one
1: day you had the opportunity to see how stupid men are? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, that's really bad. It's something. It's 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 in there. I think I think I would I would use the cliche of because it's one of my favorite idioms. But there, but for the grace of God, go we. Mm. And it and and then and I also would have used uh, Simon and Garfunkel song because they talk about that and use that line. And I I just really like that concept. I, I like the concept of these sliding doors. It's really cool. Like what could have been, what would have been. I think there's a lot of movies out there that that play with that. The best one being it's a wonderful life mm-hmm. yeah one step to the left you're dead <laughs> <laughs> one
2: step i'd to see the that right. movie. or why are men dumb <laughs>
1: that would maybe be another
2: tagline for it i don't know i want to know what you guys have in one moment if you could change one moment or if you could realize the moment that your life was going to change or split off into different directions would you want to
0: that's giving the movie, like, a lot of, like... I know, I'm but like, that's the I only thing I can want to, go, I I want can to think. talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought it was like, going to be about.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's what the beginning, like, alluded to. Like, have
1: the choice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this woman obviously like, had no choice both, in this movie.
2: Well, if they both died, and they could choose which one they would... Which life they wanted to leave, uh-huh. it, you would jump back mm-hmm. and go back to the moment on the train. Right. And she could decide. Mm. I feel like that would have been a better movie, because it means her character is... Is uh, a stronger character and
0: oh. it has that agency we're all looking for yes
2: but it also it also gives the parallel universes like an actual meaning but you would have had to
1: make the brunette's storyline more compelling because yes. obviously we all would have cho- cho- we would come back to life as blondie yeah.
2: yes since the worlds don't interact at all, it's super hard to talk about them in a very small description because they don't mean anything story-wise. Like, you could get rid of the brunette storyline and it would be a good movie.
0: Yeah, it would just be a typical rom-com. Yeah,
2: you didn't need that. It didn't, the story isn't, you're just proving the point that we're all saying is, this storyline is better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like the only part of that that makes the, br- the brunette storyline worth keeping in
0: uh-huh oh uh, yeah to compare it yeah i've got one okay two dumb movies for the price of one Ooh, <laughs> <I like it. laughs> well our listeners can thank us for not doing a dramatic read with gwyneth paltrow's accent again which we did for the previous two, two. before we rate this movie can i just uh i want to thank our patreon patrons uh leah and nilba yeah because they're awesome and if you've noticed a better sound quality today it's because we've gotten an upgrade to our equipment so thanks to our patrons and we're going to be sending you some more goodies soon yes do you want to rate the movie now sure
1: i will give it two and three fourths die jobs haircut <laughs> haircut dye jobs i want to give it three stars but i really? feel like that is that is too generous but i tend to be a little forgiving unless a movie makes me really angry mm-hmm. um I, i'll be nice mm-hmm. um it's a good effort
0: I'm gonna give this movie two pregnancy tests. <laughs> it was bad, but I still enjoyed the ridiculousness of it.
2: I'm gonna give it one and a half rain bridges.
0: Ooh, <laughs>
2: dramatic. <laughs> I'm going a little low because I really liked the com uh, the the concept. I really wanted it to work, but the way that they went about it just fell very flat for me. John Hannah gets his own bridge. <laughs> The rest of the movie gets a half. He gets, he gets five stars. Yeah. <laughs> All I the give way. him five accents. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I give this five John Hanna's. Yeah, nice. and three and a half woke men. <laughs> so next week we're going to be watching
0: 1998's You've Got Mail. Oh, and it's going to be a special... It's a special episode. It's... Guys, <laughs> guys, you've seen Drunk History, right? <laughs> oh, Yeah. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna do that. (gasps) Drunk podcast. We're gonna drunk podcast next week for For our our birthdays. (laughs) Are they at the same time? Same week. Yeah. Uh, That
1: sounds like a blast. (laughs) So
0: we're gonna, Tom Hanks, uh, Meg Ryan, just a party. It'll be, we'll, we'll see what happens. that's
2: next week. So if you like our podcast, become a Patreon. A patron. I do it every time. You just gotta get used to it now. You are a patron or a Patreon regarding whatever. If you would like to help sponsor the podcast, please go to patreon.com slash cutaways podcast. We have goodies. We have pictures. If you want to see Xander more, he's there. Mm-hmm. Just not today because he wasn't here, which is terribly upsetting, but it's okay. If you would like to find out more about our podcast, we have a website. It's www.thecutaways.com where you can leave us comments, read our blog that we haven't updated in God knows how long, and find all of this information and more. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as at Cutaways Podcast. If you've done all of that and still want to do more, please leave us comments, rate us, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcaster. It helps us out.
0: Oh, girl. We got a new review. We got a new review on uh, on iTunes. I would like to read it. It's from Jen A+. plus. Fell in love with this podcast on first listen. They're film geeks, but don't take themselves too seriously. You get inside info, but you'll also laugh a lot too. Thanks, Jen. Thank you, Jen. That's really sweet. Yeah. Well, thanks, Erin. Thanks so
1: much for having me. This was super fun, guys.
0: Oh, yeah. It was super Anytime.
1: fun. And I just want to say, I don't hate all men.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not all men. I just Not have a short man. list.
1: <laughs> it was, this was really great. I'm really glad that I got to see the movie and um, hang out with you guys and see how
0: it's all done. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for joining our slumber party. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.